0: Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi.
1: Welcome back to the OIS Podcast. My name is Tom Salemi, and I'm your host. We are just over two weeks away from our next Ophthalmology Innovation Summit. OIS at Assers will be held on April 16th in San Diego. I'm very excited about uh, attending this year's meeting. It'll be my first OIS at Assers uh, as a member of OIS. Uh, it also will be a chance for me to get out of Boston, which I'm very excited about. But uh, the weather is only part of the appeal. I'm also uh, eager to see this uh, jam-packed meeting. There's been a lot of great additions to uh, to this OIS at Assers agenda. Uh, we've got a wonderful alternative financing panel that I'm happy to be moderating. We've got a great keynote planned with uh, J. Michael Pearson, of Valiant, and uh, many other fine editions. So to go over the program, to give you the highlights, we're talking today with uh, OIS co-chair Bill Link. Uh, Bill, of course, is Managing Director of Versin Ventures, uh, but he'll also be uh, leading off uh, this year's meeting with an overview of innovation and in ophthalmology. So we'll chat with Bill f- for a few minutes uh, about the OIS meeting. And we'll also talk a bit at the end about uh, Verse Ventures' new fund and where it sees opportunity in ophthalmology and life sciences. Okay, Bill, welcome to uh, welcome back to the podcast. I know this is your your second time with us.
2: Oh, thank you. Yes, I'm happy to to uh, be back.
1: We're uh, we're getting close to uh, the next OIS. Uh, it's April 16th in San Diego. Uh, the co-chairs have been busy putting together the, the agenda. What is uh, What do you think might be the more compelling element of this year's uh, OIS? What has you either the most excited or maybe the most concerned about uh, about how it's going to turn out?
2: Well, you know, there's several aspects of, of the uh, meeting and the agenda that I think are really exciting. Some is uh, revisiting and updating ourselves on the innovation cycle, which we think we want to do. Uh, Regularly, and then look for aspects of the innovation cycle that are changing, evolving, getting better, getting worse. And so, you know, uh, we'll lead off the day with a a review of the innovation cycle and especially looking uh, at the environment. You know, what's availability of capital like? How has uh, uh, the sector performed in the public markets and possibly in the private markets? And so I think that uh, will be a very refreshing update. But the the comprehensive uh, focus that we'll have, no pun intended, uh, on uh, glaucoma is is uh, stronger uh, than um, than we have had previously. You know, since this is an anterior segment meeting and it's primarily surgically and device focused, we thought we would double up on glaucoma and not only uh, give an update on uh, minimally uh, invasive glaucoma surgery the MIG space and Dr. Um, Eric Donnerfeld will be leading that uh, that session but following that we're also going to look at alternative ways of pressure reduction and so it's it's going to be more comprehensive uh, than typical.
0: And
1: we'll be talking about uh, presbyopia and IOLs and uh, we'll have a drug discovery element of the agenda as well correct?
2: Yes, exactly, and you know, presbyopia uh, is ubiquitous. You know, and so again, we've been uh, focused on presbyopia from an innovation standpoint for now decades. And candidly, we, you know, the number of um, commercially viable solutions are modest. And so we just want to continue to probe and look carefully and deeply at presbyopia: what's working, what isn't, what does the future hold, and then drug delivery. Is, uh, is that beautiful combination of device technology and pharmaceuticals or drug, and so it uh, it's, uh, fits very nicely for the uh, OIS at ASCRS agenda, drug delivery, uh, fits beautifully there.
1: What's your uh, overall message of your uh, innovation cycle overview going to be? Is it, is, uh, you've been tracking innovation in ophthalmology for quite a long time, is it, is it still trending in a positive direction?
2: It, there's still strong momentum, and there's so much unmet need in ophthalmology that we continue, thankfully, to bring substantial resources to focus on the ophthalmic sector. However, there are some challenging things. You know, there is less um, venture uh, capital available for early stage startups. That's a market trend overall, and we'll be exploring how much of an impact that market trend is having in the ophthalmic
1: sector itself. And uh, there'll be a panel on alternative financings. I have to get the pleasure of moderating that, and you'll you'll be on there as well. And that will we'll explore some of the uh, the non venture financings available to ophthalmology. Exactly.
2: Since uh, a lot of the innovation, um, the OIS meetings uh, uh, had featured venture financed companies uh, regularly. We thought we would highlight other entirely important uh, sources of capital and, and less conventional uh, financing paths. And one of the things I'll be talking about is a, a project that I'm working uh, on uh, with a company named Alpheon. I'm the chairman of the board, and that's a lifestyle-based company that has teamed up with physicians in the specialties of, um, of course, ophthalmology, but also in plastic surgery and dermatology um, and bringing capital uh, investment opportunities to the physicians where they can participate not only as an investor, but also have influence on what products and technologies are brought to the market by the company. And then they can choose um, to, uh, to participate as a customer as well. So that'll be an example. We'll also talk a bit about uh, royalty-based and debt-based financings, as well as uh, a couple of other panel members will have a personal experience with, with alternative uh, financing approaches.
1: Uh looking forward to having that conversation. We're going to take a, a quick break, and we'll be right back.
0: Join the innovators, entrepreneurs, and investors who are changing health care at MedTech Investing Conference on May 6th in Minneapolis. The premier event in MedTech investing will bring together the industry's investors, entrepreneurs, strategics, and regulatory professionals in one of the country's richest MedTech communities, Minneapolis. This must-attend conference will leave attendees with the insights and connections necessary to find their own sure path to success. To register for the MedTech Investing Conference, go to www.medtechconference.com.
1: And we're back with Bill Link. Uh, Jim Mazel, once again, will anchor the day with his talk. We've got the the cheeky title, Masters of the Universe, uh, where we'll have the the heads of the the leaders in ophthalmology. And we've got a new face on the panel uh, this time around. Can you tell us who it is?
2: Yes. It would be uh, Mike Pearson, who's uh, chairman of the board and CEO of Valiant. So... We're very pleased to have uh, uh, Mike as a leader in the ophthalmic sector, as well as some other sectors, um, uh, with Valiant uh, come to share his perspective, both on the panel, but also he'll be giving a keynote uh, speak, a speech earlier in the day where he'll, he'll highlight uh, and, uh, the Valiant approach to innovation.
1: They've obviously made a, a, a great deal of news uh, in the last couple of years, so that, that should be interesting.
2: I think so. You know, one uh, it obviously we'll hear from uh, Mr. Pearson himself, but from uh, from being in the industry and being an observer of the strong moves that Valiant has made, uh, one thing we talk about is the role of uh, innovation in the in the cycle is often outsourced R and D, and I think we'll hear from uh, Mr. Pearson that outsourced R and D is very relevant to the Valiant model.
1: And another face on that, on that final panel, I said there was one, but there's actually two. Uh, it'll be uh, Ludwin Montz of, uh, of Zeiss, correct?:
2: Yes, yeah, he's president and CEO of Carl Zeiss uh, Meditech, and we're delighted to have Ludwin uh, participate. Uh, you know, Zeiss,, uh, you know, historically has been a solid uh, player and leader in the ophthalmic sector for, for now decades, and it would be nice to hear their first uh, or their perspective
1: firsthand. It's really a, it's a rarity, and, it, and it's a, a blessing to have so many of these strategic leaders wanting to appear at a, at a conference like this. That's really focused on the startups and on innovation. Uh, what do you think it says about the conference and, and about ophthalmology?
2: Well, I think it says a lot. As, as you and listeners have heard from me, there you know are four primary constituents that are required uh, for real innovation. It's you know the inventor. Um, uh, an early developer in the team. It's the early uh, the docs that, that are teaming up with the companies and not only having their own ideas, so the are the key opinion leaders that are the early uh, physician adopters. It's then sources of capital, such as venture and alternative sources. And then, of course, industry leadership. You know, we need to uh, uh, make real progress in creating value around innovation and, uh, the ultimate customer often is uh, industry leaders. And so, uh, I'm really delighted that, uh, we have strong participation, uh, f- uh from each of the constituents of the innovation cycle, including industry leaders.
1: Great. And just finally, the last time we spoke, I think you had to be somewhat cagey about, uh, Versant's new fund. It's, uh, You've closed on it now, so you can share more details, I think. But what, this must be a, it's a difficult time for fundraising, even for, for uh, top-tier firms like Verson. This must be particularly gratifying to have secured the numbers you secured in, in this particular environment.
2: Uh, yes, that's exactly the case, Tom. It, you know, it took us longer to raise uh, the fifth fund than it had earlier funds. Uh, we uh, had, over time, shifted our strategy a bit. Uh, to less early stage to later stage investing uh, uh, as a blend and also more toward the biopharma, biopharmaceutical model uh, uh, as compared to leading with the device investments as well or only. And so we have a a nice blended strategy. Uh, It was uh, that strategy and the performance that we've been fortunate enough to have uh, gave us the position that we were able to raise a very solid fund uh, that over $300 million were actively investing uh, at this time. And so we're off and running trying to put that, that, uh, that capital to work in version five.
1: And how, uh, is, it, uh, how is the late-stage market looking? A lot of funds are looking late-stage, so one could argue that it's getting crowded and expensive up in that uh, stratosphere. But how, how do you view the, the late-stage market?
2: Well, it's solid. You know, the companies that um, are late stage means that they've made real headway and they've reduced the risk of creating value. You know, uh, on on their project or their mission. And so, what I find and what we find at Bursant, there are uh, you know, plenty of high quality companies that are later stage where there's less regulatory risk and maybe less technology risk, and they're more more focused on you know, marketing and scaling the business, et cetera. So they're, they're out there and um, there are a number of sources of capitals venture firms um, and private equity that are interested in funding later stage companies. But, you know, from a version standpoint so far, we found the, the uh, that market to be attractive and that uh, we're carefully looking at later stage companies.
1: All right. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing you on April 16th in San Diego. I'm
2: looking forward to it as well. Thanks, Tom.
1: Great. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Bill Link, for taking a few minutes to go over the program for the next Ophthalmology Innovation Summit. We really hope you'll join us. Uh, Please go to ois.net to register, uh, sign up today, and we hope in two weeks we'll see you in San Diego.
0: Join the Surgical Ophthalmology Innovators on April 16th in San Diego for OIS and ASCRS, where you will see and meet the leading companies and clinicians. The now expanded program features a showcase of emerging technologies to treat the most pressing anterior segment diseases, while also including plenary talks and discussions around business, regulatory, and finance. Hear what Jim Mazo has to say. I would tell you that OIS is now the come-to meeting in ophthalmology. And the reason is, is you're able to bring industry, practitioners, innovators in one audience discussing not what's happening today, but what's happening tomorrow. Very rarely do you have a meeting where you're discussing the future of an industry. You're usually talking about the presence. And that's why people come to this meeting, because they're hearing about things today that will impact our industry tomorrow. Visit OIS.net and sign up today.